to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. That was a great sound. <laughs> I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. And we are here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... <laughs> I felt like that sniffle was really loud. I no, really just... It wasn't that loud. Um, Wednesdays are for podcast. And you do... Under the sea. Under the sea. Yeah. Darling, it's better. Down where it's wetter, which is also very true. <laughs> but um, sh- anyway. Good job. <laughs> I just made it. You such... kept, and you kept that under, so Disney won't be, you kept that under five seconds. <laughs> Can't sue And us. also made an extremely sexual joke, so don't come and get me for that either, Disney. <laughs> Hopefully you guys got that. That was actually yeah, pretty good. Um, so, um, guys, we're talking about mermaids. Um, I've actually had a few people like, really, mermaids? And I'm like, if you know the actual stories behind mermaids, they're fucking terrifying. They're terrifying. Yeah. Like, have you seen Pirates 4? Which, if you yeah. haven't, don't. But <laughs> have you seen Pirates 4? <laughs> I actually haven't. But now yeah. that you... Okay. All right, cool. There are mermaids in it. That's like the greatest. And they're fucking terrifying. That's literally the greatest tagline. That's, oh my God, I've never heard such a great. (laughs) If you haven't, don't. It's like, that's. (laughs) Have you seen. Have you seen it? Mermaids are terrifying. Have you seen Pirates 4? If you haven't, don't. That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. No, but really the actual mythology. Yeah. So um, I guess I can see why people were hitting us up, wondering why we were doing mermaids if you were brought up. Which is why we mentioned Disney with the lovely song that Casper introed into. Because if you guys grew up like most of us did, probably one of your first introductions to mermaids was The Little Mermaid. So you thought they were beautiful and the whole thing. But the real, there, we were just talking about this before. There is mythology dating back thousands of years in every single culture and country around the world. And deep diving into the real folklore of mermaids. It ain't, it ain't little mermaid. And even the Disney version of the actual little mermaid is not the actual story. And that story's horrifying. So yeah. So there's, Uh, that was my phone. Becky's throwing shit. Sorry, I'm throwing shit. But no, uh, yeah. So no mermaids are, are not, this happy Disney story, like everybody may have been. Disney made a lot of happy go lucky stories that just aren't. No. <laughs> Grab you a copy or look up a copy of Grimm's Brothers Fairy- Grimm. Yeah, Grimm's Fairy Tales, and you'll see. <laughs> but if you're it's a horror fan like we are, you will quite enjoy them. Oh, actually. I thought they were great. You will quite enjoy them. They're pretty amazing. If you're like a little princess fan, then I wouldn't. Yeah, then I wouldn't. If you want to hold on to that Disney fantasy, then you have every right to do that. But also, you should stop listening. <laughs> Because Ariel is not as she seems. Yeah, we're going to ruin all of this for you. She's more creature out of the lagoon shit. Like We are going to touch a little bit on sirens too, just because sirens have been involved with mermaids, but they are actually kind of... Mermaids and sirens are actually, this is a really good uh, description, is they get a they get kind of the same rep as long as like skinwalkers and wendigos. Exactly. When they're actually two completely different creatures. Yep. So that's a very good way to describe it. Um, they are two completely different things, but they have attributes that are similar. 
But they are actually two different things, which is actually driving me crazy. This new movie Antlers coming out because it looks fucking amazing. It really does. Oh, yes. But they keep calling it a Wendigo. Yeah. But and I'm like, it's not. That's a skinwalker. That's not a Wendigo. Wendigos are people. Really fucked up people. Skinwalkers, granted, are, but they also look like an animal. Go back and listen to our Skinwalkers episode if you Do have it. not. Reference Skinwalker episode. But no, that is an amazing analogy, though, to put it that way. Because, um, so real quick, we're going to be using Wikipedia for most of our, re- for really all of our reference, because it was just amazing and giving us a plethora of information about mermaids. And it starts off in saying that in folklore, a mermaid is an aquatic creature with the head and upper body of a female human and tail of a fish. And mermaids appear in the folklore of many cultures, as I stated, worldwide, including the Near East, Europe, Asia, and Africa. So they are grouped, the way they are grouped in mythology is as a water spirit. And um, the way that they are assigned to sirens, and I explained this, I was telling uh, Casper about this before, that in Greek mythology, Plato described uh sirens in three different categories and they were all under the guidance of different uh gods greek gods so uh the first type of siren was under zeus the second type of siren was under poseidon and the third type of siren was under hades so uh poseidon's sirens of course would be aquatic which would be a water spirit which is where mermaids would come into play and when sirens were originally used in Greek mythology, and we'll get into this, it was in Homer's Odyssey, if some of you guys remember that story. I remember going over that in high school. So uh, that's kind of where, you know, we we talk about that a lot in our skin, in the Skinwalker episode. We talk about the distinctions of how different Skinwalkers and Wendigos are uh, different, but where people can see the similarities. And that's where I kind of wanted to mention what mermaids are, but these are what sirens are. And this is where people can get the similarities because I guess essentially they are, mermaids are sirens, but they would be underwater. They would be like a subgroup underwater sirens, if you want to say it that way, as far as like uh, mythological creatures. Also for you gamers out there, sirens are really cool in Borderlands. I'm always a siren in my borderlands. I love it. I love Lilith. Lilith is the best. Okay, sorry. That was just a little bit of gamer gamer shit put in there. I love it. There's a siren named Lilith in Borderlands, and she's my favorite. She oh, is nice. badass. <laughs> Give the badass female character the name Lilith. I'm mm. all about that. Good job, Sabrina. Thank anyway. you. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll keep going real quick, because this is just kind of like a real quick description that uh, Wikipedia gives. So in ancient Assyria, the goddess are Atagardis. I think I got that. Atargardis. Um, I think it's yeah. Atargardis or Atagardis, one of those two. Um, she was an Assyrian goddess, as I mentioned, that transformed herself into a mermaid out of shame for accidentally killing her human lover. Mermaids are sometimes associated with perilous events such as flood storms, shipwrecks, and drownings. And in other folklore traditions, or sometimes within the same traditions, they can be benevolent or beneficial, bestowing boons or falling in love with humans. Um, there's also a male equivalent of mermaid. They are known as mermen. 
uh, familiar in folklore and heraldry. Um, traditions about sightings of mermen are less common, but are generally just assumed to coexist as a female counterpart to mermaids. Male and female collectively are sometimes referred to as merfolk or merpeople. Uh, I'm sorry, merfolk is is quite a word for me. Merpeople is way better than merfolk. Merfolk is pretty hilarious. Are you a merfolk? You want them merfolks? Especially saying it like that. You want them merfolks? Sounds like a terrible ass name. Um, The conception of mermaids in the West may have been influenced by the sirens of Greek mythology, like I mentioned, which were originally half bird-like, but came into be pictured as half fish-like in Christian era. Historically, uh, and I've heard this many times, historically in accounts of mermaids such as reported by Christopher Columbus during his exploration of the Caribbean uh, were actually sightings of manatees or dugongs, which is another aquatic mammal we'll get into later. While there is no evidence that mermaids actually exist outside of folklore, reports of mermaid sightings still continue to the present day. Uh, which is part of the reason why I wanted to do this, because I brought up to uh, Casper that I had read a thread, a Reddit thread that was on Instagram. I'm sorry, no, it was a Twitter Twitter and Reddit threads that were posted on Instagram a couple weeks ago about uh, Puerto Rican sightings recently within the, as of far back as, I think, last year, 2018, about uh mermaid sightings but also like that being part of their mythology kind of like uh la llorona a little bit la so, mermaid. so that was part of the reason why i wanted to do this because i was like holy shit people are like still talking about mermaid sightings even now so i was like why not? that was just me um that was just you that was just me and you get the best i'm sorry from puerto rico <laughs> like all <laughs> You know, I go to Puerto Rico <laughs> on some of my nights where I'm free just because I want to swim around and be a mermaid. How little I know about you. Um, mermaids <laughs> have been a popular subject of art and literature in recent centuries, uh, such as Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid. Um, so the original story was actually written back in 1836, even though the movie actually, you know, obviously came out uh, later than that. They have sub- subsequently been depicted in operas, paintings, books, comics, animation, and live action films. So yeah, mermaids are definitely popular. I love, I definitely love mermaids. I really, I almost wore mer- my mermaid shirt. But I mean, wor- I wanted to wear my Chucky shirt. You said wormaids. 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 Wait a minute. Wormaids. No, I don't like that idea at all. It sounds horrifying. Let's mix them together. Werewolf bodies and fish tails. <laughs> wormaids. First of all, they sound very top heavy. And their fur would get wet. Well, well. <laughs> Unless it's like ducks and the water just rolls off when they come out of the water. God, that sounds even more horrifying. <laughs> I sounds, feel like we just came up with a really cool That sounds though. horrifying. That's not, no, it actually sounds like a bad sci-fi movie. It does. Maybe we just gave sci-fi a really bad idea. Wormaids. Wormaids 2. Wormaids 3. Wormaids unrated. Wormaids five. Wormaids origins. Wormaids versus Sharktopus. Wormaids versus Sharknado versus Wormaids. Oh my god, no. We did it. We've done it. We've made our new our new We just broke sci-fi. There were someone was like, write that down, write that down, write that down, write that down, write down, write down, right now, right now. I swear to god, if a movie comes out that's called Wormaids, I'm gonna be like, I need to talk to you. I'm gonna be like, what? 
is happening. And then I'm going to be like, are they mains or were they, they mains? mains? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you keep going because no. I just I keep getting more into this because That's I actay. actually really like this concept. That's and I'm amazing. Like, I'm kind of into it. We're going down the rabbit hole on it. Okay, so the etymology of the word mermaid... Um, it's a compound of an old English uh, word for m- uh, mare or mer, which is the sea, and maid, which is a girl or a young woman. Um, and the equivalent of the old English was a mere weef. I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mare wolf. Uh, or mare wolf, again. Uh, they are conventionally depicted as beautiful with long flowing hair. Um, Same. Essentially how they're depicted. Um <laughs> So, sirens of Greek mythology, especially <laughs> in the Odyssey, same. I'm so sorry. I'm like, see, same. I said again, as little as I know about you, conceived as half bird and half woman, gradually shifted to the image of fishtailed women. This shift was possibly started as early as the uh, Hellenistic period, but it is clearly evident in mermaid like depictions of sirens and later Christian uh, bestiaries. And uh, bestiaries, in case anybody was wondering, were uh old ancient world uh middle age uh, volumes of books that were essentially compendiums of beast so um they were kind of uh books that were put together to basically keep a natural history of uh different animals either ones that were real animals or ones that were like fantastical animals such as Again, mermaids. Also, I'd um, really like to point out, um, if you guys got a chance to watch that Siren movie over the past week, I think, is it Netflix that it's on, or is it Hulu? Yeah, it's is it it Netflix? on Netflix, I believe, yeah. Um, the girl that plays, like, that actual creature, If you, you do see it in the movie, and it looks more demonic-like. It has more of a, like it had described here, it's a bird, excuse me, it's more of a bird-type creature. But they also can get confused because they they seduce men in the same way. They it's the song that they they it's like a really pretty song that they sing to lure men in. Yeah, that's mermaids essentially, t- essentially do the same thing. So that was essentially what happened in Homer's Odyssey with Homer's sirens when they switched over to more mermaid type sirens. Was that they would lure in, uh, and that's that's also been part of mythology even since is that they would lure them in, um, or, uh, even more recently, like I mentioned about the stories out of Puerto Rico, that was something that they said too, that has happened recently. And even within their mythology is that you will hear, uh, a beautiful woman singing, and then you'll see a beautiful woman. And then when you get closer and closer and closer to her, or even if you swim underwater, she'll lure you in. And then when you get closer to her and you actually see what she looks like up close, she'll change into more of this uh, almost like sea creature type type looking thing. Um, you know, and there's been, there, there are um, horror movies out there. There's one I'll have to look up here in a bit. Um, that I've seen that uh, I don't think it did very well in what theaters. What was it called? Well, of all things, this was something I was going to mention. Uh, of all things, Carla Gugino was actually in it. The Spy Kids Mom. Uh, the Spy Kids Mom. Um, and uh, 
Oh, I just found it. It was called She Creature. Came out in 2001. Uh, people probably hated it. Uh, I personally liked it. So the premise of the movie was two Irish carnival workers, Angus and Lily, operate a lackluster sideshow for a circus. All of that has the potential to change when they meet an old sailor named Mr. Woolrich, who happens to possess a real mermaid. With visions of fame and success running through his head, Angus abducts the mermaid and boards a boat to America with Lily. However, the mermaid is not as docile as she seems, and crew members start mysteriously disappearing. So Lily is played by Carla Gugino, um, and she essentially is pregnant along the way, and uh, that's what's attracting the mermaid to her. And um, the mermaid doesn't speak, but she does sing. Um, so again, giving into that mythology that kind of ties into Homer's Odyssey that goes way back with that siren singing type thing, like in the movie Siren, they still sing to lure you in. But even though she looks like a beautiful woman at the moment, she actually eats and kills all these men as the ship is, uh, sailing along. She's like, when she gets loose or they get too close she kills the crew members and she eats them because when you see her true form, she looks more like exactly what this, what the movie says, a uh, creature. So she literally I'm going like to have to watch this. It sounds it's interesting good. as hell. It's, people may hate it. I personally liked it. I thought is, you know, to have an actual, uh, mermaid horror film, I thought was pretty fucking cool. Uh, we should actually have more of those now that you speak of that. I'm like, man, we need more mermaid horror films. Well, because I think it just gives more into what a lot of the mythology has pointed them out to be is more dangerous creatures that lure you in and try to kill you or harm you rather than holding on to this really old, outdated Little Mermaid, more westernized, Americanized depiction of them. Because they're they're mythology changes in every type of culture so um and i like the idea i do personally of them of having them be more like these horrible monstrous looking sea creature things and lure you in that way do it um especially with the effects that you could do today like don't see that's what i'm saying don't even see i know you could you could do seriously like the thing effects in a movie like this and it would be amazing yeah so, um, anyway. getting back to what I was saying before, no, because I, I really think that'd be a perfect idea. So, naturalist theories about mermaids have postulated that they may be sightings of manatees, dugongs, or even seals. Um, that could have a lot more to do with the tails, though, because the tails are very similar. Um, and again, like we said, in folklore and mythology all over the world, dating back even into some um, Mesopotamian cultures, in 500 BC, there's a uh, fish woman, uh, aquatic, uh, human-like uh, beings in the water. So in every type of culture you can think of. So there's... All around the world. Literally all Mermaids. <laughs> I really need to go home. <laughs> So you're like, this is where the slap happy is starting to set into play. No, it's mermaids, cool. Mermaids, mermaids, I'm totally feeling it too. I don't know why it's hit me so hard all of a sudden. Because it's the first nice day we've had in like a fucking year and we're fucking enjoying it. We it was had, awesome. It we was went so outside and today. had a fire, a fire and shit. And I smell like fire and I'm happy. Same. It's awesome. Um, so 
besides uh, dating all the way back into 500 BC, like I said, in some cultures, um, some more common early reported sightings are like we mentioned with Christopher Columbus uh, back in 1493 when he was sailing off the coast of Hispanolia, um, which if people aren't familiar with that, that's near Haiti, um, around the uh, Caribbean, Cuba, that area. Uh, Christopher Columbus uh, reportedly spotted three sirens or mermaids, which he said were not as beautiful as they were represented, but were actually had masculine features. Um, and that, he may have been considered to have cited manatees or just really ugly mermaids. <laughs> what? Eh, they were masculine. They were manatees. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, if you have masculine features, it's a, it's a manatee. Like automatically. Automatically. Automatically a manatee. Maybe it was just a chubby one. You know, maybe it was just a really, maybe he had a beer gut. I mean, some maybe mermaids mermaid. are probably fat. Maybe it was a mer guy with a, Gut. It was you a know? it was a Murbro. It, it was, was a Murbro that had totally a gut. A Murbro with a, a gut. He likes his Budweisers. Like Jesus, leave him alone. Everybody's throwing the fucking beer into the ocean. He might you as well just drink expect it. all of them to just be cut and have like good looking Barbie and Ken bodies. And I shit? mean, they do like, swim around all the time. That's a yeah, lot. Of that exercise. is true. That's a real. That's a lot of core. Exercises. Yeah, that's a lot of core, especially with your with a tail. Like I guess you gotta, occasionally you might have a super lazy one that's gonna have a beer gut, but like, how often are you gonna see that manatee? Barbara, manatee. we're thinking we're thinking way too far into this. Oh my fucking god. Um, during Henry Hudson's, I could not get that fucking word out Henry. for Henry. I'm like, why was that name hard to say? Uh, during Henry Hudson's second voyage on June 15th of 1608, members of his crew reported sighting of a mermaid in the Arctic Ocean. Oh, that's too fucking cold. I'm not buying that. In the Norwegian or Barents Sea, as well as the logbook of Blackbeard, uh, who was, of course, an English pirate. Everybody knows who Blackbeard is. Uh, he recorded that he instructed his crew on several voyages to steer away from charted waters, which he called enchanted for fear of mer people, because I hate mofo, or mermaids, <laughs> which Blackbeard himself uh, and members of his crew reported sighting. I think I remember hearing that too, that Blackbeard uh, had sighted mermaids as well. Uh, a lot of pirates, a lot of pirate sightings with mermaids um, recounted and shared, like we said, with sailors and pirates who actually believed, I've heard this, that mermaids actually caused bad luck, that they would bewitch them into giving up their gold and dragging them to the bottom of the sea. Two sightings were reported in Canada near Vancouver and Victoria, one from sometime between 1870 and 1890 and the other in 1967. A Pennsylvania fisherman reported five sightings of a mermaid in the Susquehanna River. We actually drove over the Susquehanna River near Marietta in June 1881. Oh my God, we did? Yeah, on the way back from Massachusetts. Damn it, why didn't we stay? We, we could have seen see, a mermaid. Well, that, this was 1881. I don't, I don't, unless it could been, have been. Unless there's been more recent sightings of mermaids in 1881, since 1881, and I don't know their lifespans. So. I was about to say, well, what's the lifespan of a could mermaid? Could be the same fucking mermaids. Actually, I think that's like the same 100, one. From like 150 years ago. In August of 2009, after dozens of people reported seeing a mermaid leaping out of the, um, I think this is pronounced, Haifa, Haifa or Haifa Bay, um, waters during aerial tricks. 
Okay. Like flips into the water, I guess, like dolphins. The Israeli coastal town of Kiryat Yam offered a $1 million award for proof of its existence. In February of 2012, work on two reservoirs near Gokwi and Motura in Zimbabwe, this would be in Africa, stopped when workers refused to continue, stating that mermaids had hounded them away from the sites. It was reported by Samuel Sepepe Nukomo, Nukomo um, who was the water resources minister. Okay, yeah, he was the minister of water resources development and management and the, the for the Senate of uh, Zimbabwe. So he was actually the one who reported the sightings of the mermaids. So that I guess that gave a more credible cause because this was a government official that gave sightings of a mermaid. So that was going back into 2012. Um, so, of course, a lot of people, I've even seen them before. I've even seen a couple myself because I've actually been to three different Ripley believe, Ripley's Believe It or Not. So I myself have actually seen two separate versions of the Fiji mermaid. Um, so these are going into hoaxes and show exhibits. And one of the most uh, celebrated examples of a mermaid hoax, like I mentioned, is the Fiji mermaid. First one was exhibited in London in 1822, and then later in America by P.T. Barnum in 1842. And the case that the investigator claimed to have traced the mermaid's manufacturer to a Japanese fisherman, although billed as a mermaid, this was uh, this had also been bluntly referred to as Barnum's merman in one piece of journalism. A similar fake mermaid at the uh, Horniman Museum has also been reassessed by another curator as a merman. DNA testing was inconclusive as to the species. Nothing on the gender was disclosed, but despite being cataloged as a Japanese monkey fish, it was determined to contain no monkey parts, but only the teeth and scales of a fish. Fake mermaids made in China in the Malay archipelago out of monkey and fish parts were imported into the Europe, into Europe by Dutch traders since the mid 16th century and manufacturers go back to, uh, even earlier. The equivalent of the industry in Europe was the Ginny ha Hanover, yeah, made from dried uh, manta rays. In the middle of the 17th century, John Tradescent the Elder created a wounda camera called the Tradescent's Ark in which he displayed, among other things, a mermaid's hand. Uh, so this was actually called a wounded camera was considered a cabinet of curiosities. That was the German word for it. Um, so yeah, basically, like I said, a Fiji mermaid would just basically be the top half of a monkey glued or fused somehow to the bottom half of a fish. Um, if any of you have seen House of a Thousand Corpses, Fiji mermaid, you're welcome. Um, scientific inquiries into the topic of mermaids, um, has arisen in several instances, including a biological assessment of the unlikelihood that supposed evolutionary biology of a mermaid on the popular marine science website, Deep Sea News. Five primary reasons listed as to why mermaids don't fit current evolutionary understandings were as follows. These are the five reasons why they would not exist. Thermoregulation, which would be uh, adapting regula regulations of your own body heat. Evolutionary mismatches, fish, humans. Reproductive challenges. I mean, uh, mammals. Can we just fish, stop there for uh, a second? Let's think about this. How on earth would they 
how? You can't. You Unless they to... did some seahorse shit where he like released it. Well, no, then... the bottom the bottom half would have to be it would have to be like fish, like right. Female fish have like a little hole. Male fish have like a barb. I mean, or like you said, like seahorses, where one just releases eggs and the other one just releases sperm, and they just float around till they connect, and then the eggs grow till they have little babies in them and then they hatch. Oh, baby mermaids. And then little baby mermaids oh, pop out of the eggs so like cute. Finding Nemo. I mean, I don't like I, I that's shall the name only him other... Squishy and he shall be mine. <laughs> that's the only other way that could that's the only other way that could happen. Or you'd have to have the scenario like I saw in Family Guy where this chick wished for a mermaid and then it was the bottom half of a guy and the top half of a fish and He's like, well, how else are we going to do it? And she's like, no. That's fucking funny. Oh, my God. It was so funny. <laughs> and he's like, well, wouldn't this be ideally what you'd want? And she's like, no. <laughs> That's terrifying. I don't want to make out with a fish. No, thank you. And then again, I don't want a fish penis. Fish dick. Like women that... A <laughs> fish stick. Fish stick. South Park. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> reproductive challenges. That was just funny to me. Digestive differences and lack of physical evidence. Mermaids were also discussed tongue-in-cheekly in a scientific article by the University of Washington emeritus oceanographer Carl Vance. And his article, even though his article was written as a parody, it was mistaken as a true scientific expose by believers as it was published in a scientific journal. Um, so that actually leads me into something that... Um, so if anybody has cable and remembers a few years ago, there was a TV show that was on the animal planet that was total bullshit um, <laughs> that basically was a fake, it was a fake documentary that was on the animal planet that was called Mermaids the Body Found. Um and it gave into, it, it basically touched on this article that this guy wrote, even though obviously this was totally fake. Um, it came on Animal Planet in 2012. Um, and so to give a quick synopsis from the Wikipedia page, it told the story of a scientific team's investigative efforts to uncover the source behind mysterious underwater recordings of an unidentified marine body. So there was actually unidentified recordings. That, that in itself was real, too. Now, who's to say if those were whale recordings? We don't know. Whales are also mammals. So who's to say? Um, the show represents a controversial hypothesis called the aquatic ape theory as evidence that mermaids actually do exist. And it also gives dig digitally manufactured video. Um, so it was told as if it, it was... So now what it's actually called, because Animal Planet went on to do a sequel, and then they also did one about uh, Megalodon. Um, and what they call them is docu-fiction. So they take a combination combination of fiction and documentary-style programming. So... Unfortunately, though, at first, it didn't give a lot of disclaimers, and a lot of people thought it was fucking real. Oh, you mean the fourth kind? Basically. 
Um, which I still think is real. <laughs> and the aquatic ape theory is an actual thing. I just, I want to give a quick thing because this is, this happened in 1960. It was originally proposed by marine biologist Alistair Hardy. He argued that a branch of apes was forced by competition over terrestrial habitats to hunt for food such as shellfish on seashores and seabeds, leading to the adaptations that explain distinctive characteristics of modern humans, such, such as our functional hairlessness and bipedalism. Elaine Morgan's 1990 book on the hypothesis scars of evolution received some favorable favorable reviews, but was criticized by anthropologist John Langdon in 1997. Characterizes an umbrella hypothesis with inconsistencies that were unresolved and claimed to uh, parsimony, which was also false. So it's it's been it's just it's super pseudoscience. There's never been anything to back it up. And again, it was that fake reports some site some underwater recordings that could very well easily have been a whale and then this 1960s no evidence whatsoever again because it's a hypothesis this aquatic ape theory that all bought into this fake documentary called mermaids the body found and like i said i think a lot of it just had to do with people really loving hence even more so why we're doing this podcast people really loving mermaids loving the mythology of mermaids and really wanting to believe maybe somewhere somehow that mermaids are real um even though it's bullshit i don't know if you got knowing that it's bullshit if you guys can find the documentary anywhere the way they shot it was actually kind of cool um the uh special effects were kind of neat too because they made it like a mermaid corpse and it kind of in lame and kind of in pseudo scientific layman's terms kind of explain to you how if this was how this corpse was real and kind of did they did like a autopsy and so when you were looking at the body you were like oh wait it's not half fish half human it's actually all mammal and then it goes into the aquatic ape theory thing and then it you know and so it it you know I mean it it pissed people off when they bought it, when they when it wasn't really advertised as not being real so much but if you go into it knowing that it's bullshit it was actually kind of neat to watch because the CGI effects were pretty cool and the way they explained it it kind of gave more cre actually it made them look even more horrifying they didn't look so she uh, sea creature ish but they definitely didn't look Little Mermaid either. But it definitely made it believable because it didn't make them look half fish, half human. Like they looked more human. But anyway, like I said, it's actually kind of neat. I, you know, looking back now, uh, 2012, I mean, wasn't that long ago, but, you know, it might be kind of neat to watch now just to kind of get more information to buy into that theory too, especially the way they CGI it and make it look, so. I may have to check that out. Uh, uh, excuse me. Check, check it out. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, oh yeah, if you want to go ahead and. Yeah, you, you've, poor Becky has exhausted her voice. I've just been letting her go. I'm like, No, you you're go. totally fine. <laughs> you go, you go, girl. Yeah, if you want to take over, you're totally fine. Because this kind of goes into the Little Mermaid more. <laughs> so, in arts and entertainment, as far as mermaids are concerned, of course the best known example is The Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen. And when it was first published in 1837, that is a long 
time ago. The title character, which how was long? no, <laughs> what? I was like, how long? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> The title character, youngest of the Merman King's daughters, must wait her turn to reach the age where she will be allowed to emerge from the sea and sit on a rock to observe the upper world. The mermaid then falls in love with a human prince and also longs for an eternal soul like humans. Excuse me. Despite the shorter lifespan, the two cravings are intertwined. Only by achieving true love will her her soul bind with the humans and become everlasting. But the mermaid's fishtail possesses an insurmountable obstacle for enticing humans, and the sea witch offers a potion to transform into human form at a prince. At a prince. The mermaid's tongue and beautiful voice. The mermaid endures the excruciating pain of having human legs, and despite her inability to speak, almost succeeds in wedding the prince, but for a twist of fate. The mermaid is doomed unless she stabs the prince with a magic knife before his marriage, but she does not have the resolve and dies the mermaid way, dissolving into foam. Yeah, it's definitely way more terrifying than the Disney story, isn't it? I'd like to see that movie be made. Someone make it's that. It's not so. Kiss the girl. <laughs> Sha-la-la-la-la-la. <laughs> my oh my. Stab the man. Okay, I actually like, like that part. <laughs> I'm over here like, stab the man. Yeah, no, but they actually <laughs> describe it in the story while Casper's dying. They actually describe it in the story as... um. The pain that she's feeling, so, okay, so we all know in the Disney part where she loses her voice and she's got to walk around and she can't speak. So in the in this story, though, where she can't speak, she's in so much pain from having human legs, the way it's actually described in the story is that she feels like she's, like she's walking on glass, basically. Like, that's how painful she, how painful it is. And she was willing to do that just so that she could uh, fall in love with him. Nah, man, it's hype. Because she was supposed to get him to fall in love with her. He didn't and was going to marry somebody else. So she was supposed to stab him with this magic knife. And because she couldn't do it, because she was still in love with him, she just dissolved into sea foam. And I'm like, oh my God, the fucking story sucks. Like, So that's literal termination to love is pain. Literally. Yep. Love is pain or dissolve into soap. Yeah, basically. Foam, I mean. <laughs> soap foam. <laughs> soap foam. Anderson's works have been translated and has... Oh. Anderson's works has been translated into over 100 languages. I feel like that's not correct English. That's probably why I s- struggled. <laughs> the mermaid as conceived by Anderson is similar to an undine a water nymph in German folklore who could only obtain an immortal soul by marrying a human being. Anderson's heroine inspired a bronze sculpture in Copenhagen Harbor and influenced Western literary works such as Oscar Wilde's The Fisherman and His Soul and H.G. Wells' The Sea Lady. Sumont Kidd wrote a book called The Mermaid's Chair, loosely based based on the legends of St. Sonara and the Mermaid of Zenor. Sculptures and statues of mermaids can be found in many countries and cultures across, with over 130 public art mermaid statues across the world. Countries with public art mermaid statues, sculpt, oh, <laughs> sculptures, sculptures, I swear to God, I'm not illiterate. 
Countries with public art mermaid sculptures include Russia, Finland, Lithuania, Poland, Romania, Denmark, Norway, England, Scotland, Ireland, Germany, Netherlands, Belgium, France, Spain, Italy, Austria, Switzerland, Greece, Turkey, India, China, Thailand, South Korea, Japan, Guam, Australia, New Zealand, Brazil, Ecuador, Colombia, Mexico, Cayman Islands, Baguette, Cayman. Mexico, Saudi Arabia, the United States, including Hawaiian Virgin Islands, and Canada. Y'all, that was a paragraph long. God damn. <laughs> that's why we that's why we didn't go into all of the folklore because it's all it, different everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um some of these mermaid statues have become icons of their city or country and have become major tourist attractions. The Little Mermaid statue in Copenhagen is an icon of that city as well as of Denmark. The Havis Amanda statue symbolizes the rebirth of the city of Helsinki, capital of fin- Finkland, Finland. The Serenka mermaid is part of the coat of arms of War- Warsaw and is considered a protector of Warsaw, capital of Poland, which publicly displays statues of the mermaid. Excuse me. Musical depictions of mermaids include those by Felix Mendelssohn. <laughs> In his fair... I was trying to find it. Yeah, Mendelssohn. Yeah, you got Mendelssohn. <laughs> In his fair Melusina Overture and Three Rhine Daughters in Richard Wagner's opera Der Ring des Nebelugen. Lorelei, there we go. There's a yeah, name I can say. As much as you're gonna get. So the I'm name of a Rhine mermaid, immortalized in the Henrik Heine poem of that name, has become a synonym for a siren. The Weeping Mermaid is an orchestral piece by Taiwanese composer Fan Long Ko. Lord, <laughs> you're like I got all the hard ones. Yes, I did. An influential image was created by John William Waterhouse from 1895 to 1905, entitled "A Mermaid," an example of late British Academy style artwork. The piece. Why did my brain just like crap out on what that word is? Debut. Debut. Okay. My my head was like debutante. <laughs> Oh, it's it has been a day. The piece debuted. Sorry. Do you guys ever no, like in all seriousness, do you ever see a word and it just doesn't look like a word you've ever seen oh, before? God. Even though you've seen the word multiple times in your life. And then you're like, how do you say it's that? not a normal part of your everyday vocabulary so when you all of a sudden have to say it you're like i just forgot what the fuck this word is yeah debuted to me right now is debutante so that makes sense there we go to considerable acclaim and secured waterhouse's place as a member of the royal academy this but disappeared into a private collection and did not resurface again until the 1970s it is currently once again in the royal academy's collection mermaids were a favorite subject of john reinhard Wooglian? Yes. A contemporary of Waterhouse, he painted an image of the Mermaid of Zinner as well as several other depictions of mermaids in watercolor. That'd be pretty. Film, de- <clears throat> film depictions include Miranda, 1948, Night Tide, 1961, the romantic comedy Splash, 1984, and Aquamarine, 2006. I would just like to say that I fucking love Aquamarine. I love that movie. And it was like... How old was I? I was 13 when that movie came out, so it was about the time, like, JoJo's in that movie. I know. Emma yeah. Roberts. I've never seen it. I know who's in it, but, yeah. Back when I actually liked Emma Roberts. 
Anyway, moving on. I liked Splash. It came out the year I was born. I, I feel like I remember Splash. Um, Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks were both in it. Daryl Hannah played the mermaid. It was kind of a cuter version of, like, I think what the Little Mermaid story would have been. Because, like, she falls in love with him. And then she ends up getting legs and becoming real. And they end up together. And it's it's a cute, it's a cute 80s movie with a mermaid in it. Like, That's what Aquamarine was like. But I also really liked the twist Aquamarine had. Because she was, like, trying to get um her legs and she wanted to keep her legs but she had to find true love well she didn't find true love so her dad was pulling her back into the ocean and then jojo's character went out to her and was like um basically like we love you so much and this and that and he let her stay because she found true love but true love wasn't with a guy it was with her friends and that Aww, was a that was a nice cute. little twist to it that's where it was kids. like you know, it was it was almost like a Frozen moment where it didn't have to be the guy to save the day. It was a friend. Well, in Frozen, it was a sister, but it was a friend who did it. Yeah. So I was like, that, that's It doesn't cute. have to be romantic love. It doesn't have to be romantic, exactly. Um, a 1963 episode of the television series Route 66, entitled The Cruelest Sea, featured a mermaid performance artist working at Wikiwachi. Is it Wikiwachi? Yeah, it's Wikiwachi. Aquatic Park. Mermaids also appeared on the popular supernatural drama Charmed. He had everything in Charmed. Yep. And was the basis of its spinoff series Mermaid. And She-Creature... Movie I mentioned earlier. Two carnival workers abducted Mermaid in Ireland and attempt to transport her to America. Of... The film Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides don't. Mixes old and new myths about mermaids, singing to sailors to lure them to their death, growing legs when taken on dry land, and bestowing kisses with magical healing properties. Disney's musical animated version of Anderson's tale, The Little Mermaid, was released in 89. Notable changes to the plot of Anderson's story include the religious aspects of the fairy tale, including the mermaid's quest to obtain an immortal soul. The sea witch herself replaces the princess to whom the prince becomes engaged and using the mermaid's voice to prevent her from obtaining the prince's love. However, on their wedding day, the plot is revealed and the sea witch is vanquished. The, the knife motive is not used in the film, which ends with the mermaid and the prince marrying. Well, it's Disney, you know. <laughs> can't, can't, well, Disney, remake it. <laughs> Make the real one. Hey, I, Hayao Mizaki's Ponyo is an animated film about an Nino, who wants to become a human girl with the help of her human friend Suzuki. The American teen dramedy H2O Just Add Water, Australian. That does not say American, that says Australian. Teen dramedy H2O Just Add Water, and that's weird because I remember hearing about this, chronicles the adventures of three modern day mermaids along the Gold Coast of Australia. The Starbucks coffee logo is either a two tailed siren mermaid or Melusine. Melusine. Yeah, uh, it's actually a French word. Uh, Melazine is how it's pronounced. Um, it's a female spirit of fresh water in a sacred spring or river. Yep, so basically a mermaid. Bottom half would be uh, fish lake. In heraldry, the change of a mermaid is commonly represented with a comb and a mirror and blazoned as a mermaid in her vanity. In addition to vanity, mermaids are also a symbol of eloquence. Mermaids appear with greater frequency as heraldic devices than mermen do. A mermaid appears on the arms of the University of Birmingham, in addition to those of several British families. A mermaid with two tails is referred to as a melisine. Melisines appear in German heraldry and less frequently in the British version. 
A shield and sword wielding mermaid, Serinka, is on the official coat of arms of Warsaw. That's a badass mermaid. I want to see that one. Images of a mermaid have symbolized. Yeah, see. With see, a that's, sword. That's badass. With a sword and fucking shield. That's pretty cool. Um. Images of a mermaid have symbolized Warsaw on its arms since the middle of the 14th century. Several legends associate Triton of Greek mythology with the city, which may have been the origin of the Mermaid's Association. The Cusack family crest includes a mermaid wielding a sword as depicted on a memorial stone for Sir Thomas Cusack. The city of Norfolk, Virginia also uses the mermaid as a symbol of the personal coat of arms Michelle Jean, a former governor general of Canada, features two mermaids as supporters. Yeah, so if in in royalty and in uh, military coat of arms, uh, mermaid has been used heavily, which is kind of, which is sort of like a flip-flop because it seems like where in a lot of cultures mermaids were thought to be a bad omen or bad luck or pirates thought to them as being bad luck uh military and royalty consider them good luck and actually put them on their coat of arms and shields and family crests and all that type of thing so that's that's interesting like one culture can deem them bad and another culture can deem them good and actually good good enough that they would bring luck to your army or your family or your family name or government it's like, name. It's like a Game or... of Thrones type of deal where you yeah. have a, Yeah. Yeah, basically. A crest. Like a, a crest. Um, so real quick, because we'll go over the Weechi... Uh, I'm going to do this kind of backwards. The um, Weechi Wachi Mermaids. Uh, so these are professional female divers that perform as mermaids in the uh, Weechi Wachi Springs, which is in Florida. This has been around since 1947, actually. Uh, it's a state park that calls itself the only city of live mermaids um, and was extremely popular in the 1960s. It used to draw over one million tourists a year. Uh, most of the current performers work there part-time now while attending college, and all of them are certified scuba divers. They wear fabric tails and perform aquatic ballets while holding their breath for an audience in an underwater stage with glass walls. And uh, children, ch kids love them. If you guys ever see videos of them, it's just the cutest thing with kids. Children often ask if the mermaids are real. The park's PR director says, just like with Santa Claus or any other mythical creature, we always say yes. We're not going to tell them they're not real. Um, I, so I think that's really cute. Like, uh, don't tell me they're not real, okay? They look amazing. It's so It's really neat. They've actually had a couple of them down at Newport Aquarium, which is near us here in Ohio. Um, where they had them swimming around in one of the tanks. So I thought that was really cool to bring them up here. Um, and then going into the, this is actually another thing that I've heard of in Japanese traditions. They're called uh, Amis, A-M-A. They're Japanese skin divers, predominantly women, to traditionally dive for shellfish and seaweed wearing only a loincloth and have been in action for at least 2,000 years. Starting in the 20th century, they have increasingly been regarded as a tourist attraction. They operate off reefs near the shore and some perform for sightseers instead of diving instead of diving to collect a harvest they have been romanticized as mermaids yeah so basically what they actually used to do is uh they used to dive it they used to dive down to actually look for uh pearls inside clams and um some of them could dive down to I was trying to see how deep some of them could dive. I can't find 
Okay, I can't find exactly how deep, but it says that they actually start training as early as 12 to 13 years old. And it's even been rumored that some of them are active well into their 70s. Wow. Woo! It's that's probably, so old. I mean, that's great exercise if you think about it. So it's probably what Well, swimming them. is really good exercise. Swimming Just, is yeah. really good exercise in itself. Yeah. I mean, those, the videos that I've seen, like I mentioned, if anybody gets a chance to look up videos of those wiki-wachi mermaids in Florida, um you know, they have to have that tail on and then you've got to be able to swim with that tail. You've got to be able to control that. So you're, you know, you, you're not able to kick your legs or anything like that. So you're relying a lot on your upper body and core strength on top of having to hold your breath. I mean, they've got these, um, tubes that they can breathe into that have some oxygen, but essentially they have to give the effect that they're breathing underwater, you know, because a lot of the times it's for kids. So they give the effect as if they're quote unquote real mermaids. Um, but yeah, like I said, you know, like we were saying, guys, there's so much uh, tracing back so long. And, um, you know, I really like the idea of there being more, you know, if you guys Google pictures or... I really love the pictures that uh, Casper put up on the social media uh, pages. If you guys look up pictures of uh, more terrifying um, photos of mermaids, like I really, really like the idea of them looking more like horrifying creatures. And in a lot of the mythologies in these other countries that are cultures, that's what they are. Like we said, when pirates would talk about them they would look like beautiful women that would sing to you. They would lure you in. And then once they've lured you in, they look like horror. They, they just, they've got like sharp teeth and, and just look like these horrible, terrible looking figures and creatures and they eat you and they kill you. So, um, Oh my God. I just, that's from a movie. Is it? It's a Russian one. It's called the Mermaid Lake of the Dead. Okay, so see, Russia's on it. <laughs> Russia's got it together. <laughs> At least on mermaid horror. Like that's like, awesome, dude. Because I'm down for it. Holy shit! I love shit. that picture. Like I said, like some yeah, somebody needs to get on some fucking. I'm all about seeing more uh, mermaid horror shit. Let's do it, y'all. Let's get some mermaid horrors. Because I think it could be done. I mean, it's. You know, one of the other reasons why I wanted to do um, a podcast on this specific mythology as it relates to horror is, um, you know, I'm so glad that I got to see Underwater. I can't wait to see it again. And I know Casper saw it. Uh, So far, one of the best horror films in 2020. And it really went into um, a real, it really brought up a really big discussion about how little we know about our own oceans here on this planet. And I mean, we've done more research, at least in America anyway, more research into our our space and our skies and and the uni- you know, and um the galaxy and all that, which of course all that's important to research what's around us, but on our own planet. I mean, we've got depths of oceans that 
have never even been explored or have only been explored just a little bit. And we don't know what's there. I think that's why we're so enticed by stories of mermaids and why people were enticed by that pseudo documentary about mermaids and buying into this uh, aquatic ape theory that, that maybe they're really okay. Yeah. There's this fantastical story of a half fish, half human, but what if they were actual mammals? What if they were more like dolphins? What if they had more of this like echolocation? There's been a ton of, um, you know, camera sightings. And this is, this is true. Now, this is actually true. This is not from this fake thing, but there have been real recordings underwater of vocalizations that are unidentified, that aren't whales, that aren't dolphins, that aren't anything that we know of. There's been pictures that have been taken. There's cameras on offshore drilling sites that have captured, uh, and those goes those go down really fucking deep and they've captured videos of things that are completely unexplained so i'm not saying mermaids are real but all i'm saying is is like it's a really great story to do because it does go into the scientific part of us knowing so little about our own oceans on this planet but then also fits into that horror category of well, if we don't know what's there, then what the fuck could be down there? And how do we know it's going to be, you know, like I buy into more of the mythology of mermaids being these horrific looking creatures than anything. That have the I ability do. to, uh, excuse me, somewhat shapeshift. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Like not Which completely, is horrifying. Mermaids. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're gonna see that shit pop up. So, girl, I'm telling you, if you have a fucking Sharknado movie, you can do a Wormaids. Sharktopus, fucking, oh my god, or Wormen. They've had so many Wormen. Wormen. We don't want to discriminate. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, only Wormaids. Yeah, because only women can yeah. get that angry. No, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. Could you imagine, though, like, if you didn't know you were a mermaid and you turned into one and you're just flopping around. Oh, my God. So you're a mermaid, you're a mermaid, and then there's a full moon, and then you turn into a mermaid. (laughs) And you're just flopping around in your cabin like a fish because you can't. Oh, my God. And you realize you're thirsty all the time, and you're like, why the fuck am I thirsty all the time? (laughs) And you think it's for blood, but it's not. And then it ends up being kind of. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get a script. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I don't know. If, did you have anything to add about mermaids, mermaids, merfolk? Lord, mer people. Don't um, see pirates for. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Watch she creature. I do want to see that. Find now, she creature. Uh, watch siren. Uh, even though that has nothing to do with mermaids, but it's still a pretty fucking cool movie. <laughs> it's still a good movie. Um, yeah. And don't watch Pirates World. Don't. Uh, no. I haven't seen it, so I guess I'm not out. Anyway. No. It's terrible. And there's, I love how everybody's talking about how Johnny Depp is now getting the role of Jack Sparrow back. And I'm over here like, how about we stop making Pirates movies? How about I love Johnny Depp and great for him, but how about we just stop? We should have stopped at three. A lot of people say we should have stopped at one. I personally loved two and three. I liked two. 
Three was good too. And especially the soundtrack of three. Don't even get me started on the soundtrack of three. It was so good. But I'm like, four is when it just decided to die. Yeah. And I'm like, there's going to be a five. Usually what happens when a lot of movies hit that point. I'm like, yay, Johnny Depp. Because they were going to fucking replace him with Zac Efron. And I was like. Put more. uh, No. Put more more of them mermaid things in that movie. Call it Pirates of the Caribbean 5 mermaids and just make it a horror film and i'll watch it yep that i might actually see still won't see four but i might actually see that one right well the girl the mermaid in the fourth one falls in love with finnick o'dare he's finnick o'dare to me i don't even remember his real name (laughs) where's finnick o'dare he is I have no reference. I didn't see the movie. Everybody else is going to be like, that was good. Well, well, Finnick O'Dare is his Hunger Games name. I don't know his real, I don't know his real name. I can't think of it. Oh, okay. I didn't see Hunger Games. But that was a huge joke around in front of a while. I was like, where's Finnick? Oh, there he is. Wait, no, I did see Hunger Games. Wait, who? It's Finnick. It's been a long time. And which one? Two, three, and four. Okay. And he is the one that you think is a traitor at first. Oh, 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 oh. Sugar cane yeah, guy. The, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Trident okay. man. Got it. Got the it. merman. Got it. King Got Neptune. It. Got it. Okay. My my brain stopped. My brain literally stopped working. Okay. You said Hunger Games, but for whatever reason, I How long has Hunger it been Games? since you've watched Hunger then, Games? Then? Oh my God. The th- the very last one I probably haven't se- I probably maybe have seen once since I saw it in theaters. Really? Yeah. I love the movies, don't get me don't get it's me wrong. It's just not like, something you grab to watch. Well, not and it's one of, anyway. and because it's a series of movies. Movies that are a series I don't like to watch out of order when they're on randomly if I'm really going to watch them. I'm Especially if it's been a while. All, thank you. I'm yep. going to sit down and watch them all in order because I think that's stupid. Because if it's been a while, they're not going to fucking make sense. I mean, you, you, you'll you know what's happening, but you'll be like, wait. What happened in them when they... Do I need Oh, clearly I need to go back and watch this from the beginning because it's been 10,000 years. I don't remember what happened yeah, here. <laughs> totally lost right now. Such yeah. a great series. Anyway. Mermaid. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Yes. That was fun, though. I mean, I'm exhausted, but that's that's not, has nothing to do with the podcast. I'm just like, <sighs> sleepy. Um, I'm over here like, finico dare. <laughs> fucking no i'm just i'm glad we did one about mermaids i'm glad yeah i, I am too cool. I, I love mermaids i really like i I've love never the even mythology about, about doing it never thought about it love the mythology about mermaids want to see more mermaid horror movies so that's that's my two cents we need a shirt that says mermaids yes we do mermaids and i want an <laughs> illustration anyway <laughs> yes <laughs> I have, we have artist friends. We can get them on that. We do. So next week is our haunted, did you hear that? Wow. Haunted location episode about Sadamsville Rectory. Rectumry. So it's, it's actually in the, it's in the Cincinnati area, right? Yeah, it is. So it's very close to us. Ghost hunters. Nope. Ghost Adventures has actually done. <laughs> Sorry, we're like, nope. 
Ghost Adventures has actually done an episode there before, and um, I actually forgot about it until I remembered seeing it from the inside. It was the one with the red door and the cross in the uh, window. Yes. As a window. And that was the picture that actually jogged my memory, and I remembered what... That I remember that episode. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that place. We're gonna give you the history of it like we normally do and you know, tell you some of the hauntings that's been going on there. So Yeah, Sedamsville kinda looks it's uh right along the Ohio River, um, in Cincinnati, so it's really, really south of Cincinnati. Um, so it just, the main road goes right along the Ohio river and they're all like row houses. Um, if people, sorry, that was my closet. I'm banging my chair into. It wasn't um, your closet. It, or it wasn't you. That wasn't you. You didn't do that. That was just, it's, it was the actual closet. That was so um, weird. But I don't know if you can, we'll stand by. Uh, but I, cause I don't know yet. And obviously we're going to research more into that, but I don't know yet if that's somewhere you can actually like to We've been they looking into that of, and they say they're open, the don't they? On Google, but they don't have a website. We'll, we'll look more into it. Yeah. We'll try to get some more information, but maybe like we'll we said, just call them up and be like, Hey, we'd like to check y'all it out. do tours. <laughs> cause we'd like to check it out. Um, and we're definitely going to watch that, uh, ghost adventures episode too. So again, faux show. Yeah. Cause it's been a minute. Yeah. Same. Oh, there he is. <laughs> also, um, prepare your mind because our movie episode this month. Well, it's St. Patrick's day. So it was going to come sooner or later guys. And we thought the Friday movies. <laughs> just kidding. So uh, no, I just had it. I told Danielle about it and she was like, why? <laughs> oh my god. She's like, those movies are terrible. They're all... I'm like, well, I haven't even seen all of them. Rick and so. I were talking about it, and he's like, the first one... And I'm like, yeah, baby Jennifer Aniston. It's not that bad, but the rest... Oh my god, the rest of them. Are so so I'm actually gonna start watching them now. <laughs> so I could just not have to cram. Because if I have to cram all of those movies into a week, I won't. Because yeah, I'll no, be like, I no. literally cannot watch two of these in a day. No. I just, I can't. I'm gonna start watching them now, too. I agree. Leprechaun, so guys. Leprechaun. Happy St. Patrick's Day! <sighs> Sponsors. Alright, guys. So, sorry I'm super spacey this evening. It's okay. So a word from our small there. <laughs> Calm your body down. <laughs> sorry. She's still laughing about what I said like seconds ago about. Uh, sorry, guys. Horror. Uh, but anyway. So if you guys have been checking out the social media, um, we've still got everything up for sale on the Etsy shop. Uh, I just posted more recently about the um, Rosewater bath bombs those are just incredible and i swear if you guys could smell them your skin smells so good afterwards it's incredible truth um one main thing i did want to mention was that uh the uh hot chocolate ones the white chocolate ones will be gone after the 31st the first day of spring will be on the 19th we are all ready for it like we were talking about earlier it was 50 degrees today we were out by a fire we are all ready for spring so the uh, chocolate ones were just kind of a tryout this year. 
um, just like a white chocolate for the winter. So since we've got the first day of spring coming up this month, the end of this month, they will be gone. So by the 31st, make sure you get them. Um, the link is on the website, calmyourbodydown.com. Keep checking back on the Etsy page at See Your BD. Um, the Don't Fuck With The Original page always posts promos two twice a week. Um, thank you, Casper, for doing that. Well, um, Don't Fuck With The Original does it. Like, our our podcast days... Okay. Our podcast page <laughs> does it Tuesdays, but I personally do it on Fridays. Yeah. Because so, I have um, more followers on the Instagram. On the Twitter. I have more followers on Twitter on my personal page. I'm so sorry. I'm done. On the Twitters. Um, on the Instagram. On the Facebook. Look at faces. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. Calm your body down. <laughs> I couldn't even do it. I was laughing. <laughs> so, guys, if you want to give us a follow on social Dead. media, please do it on Facebook, Instagram. The Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. And don't fuck with the original. Make sure you spell it out with the apostrophe. Otherwise, you will not find us. Twitter handle is DFWTO8811. If you would like to... Co- co- if you would like any, if you have any questions or concerns, <laughs> if you would like questions and if you would like us to give Jesus Christ, look at that! Sorry, look at that! It's fucking hilarious. If you would like, <laughs> what do I keep saying? Like what the fuck. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, please email us at DFWTO. <laughs> we are not going to be able to get through DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. That is our email. And if oh, you would- sorry. I was going to say real quick, too. If, um, I forgot to mention this. If any of you guys, after hearing this podcast, if anybody out there has their own mermaid sightings, Seriously, fake or bullshit, don't care. Email us, dfwto8493 at gmail.com. I was just thinking about that. That would be Yes, cool please, by all means, fucking do that shit. We want to always... Stories. Any urban legend stories, throw them at us. Email us, do it. Um, also, if you would like to follow the actual podcast and subscribe, Podbean Podcast, Pod... Podbean Podcast Player Podcast, Addicts Castbox, and Podify, Spotify. Spotify, 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 Spotify. Um, our Patreon too, guys. We are gonna start posting con- uh content uh sometime next month. Within the next couple of months, we're gonna start posting um for Patreon subscribers to start donating to start giving out our stickers, and then within the next couple months, we'll start posting contact on that or uh content on that rather. We just can't. Um, so we can't do anything tonight at all. We can't even talk. But yeah, please go over and subscribe to our Patreon. Um, just get an early start on subscribing on it now, but we promise we will start to have uh, um, merch available on there for uh, donations, and then we'll start posting content here in the next couple months, too. So I had someone actually reach out to me on the Twitter page, and they were like, are you guys ever going to do horror video games? And I was like, I got you, man. <laughs> I'm going to. That's going to be Which is going to get me actually back into playing some horror video games that I actually need to get back into playing Blair Witch because I started it and I didn't finish it and I need to finish it because it was pretty fun. It was also confusing as hell, which I know it's supposed to be because Blair Witch, but it was confusing. Anyway, guys, we'll see you next week for the Saddam's Vic Rectory. We don't know. Bye.
I just said rectory. That was not right.